the old renaissance is the new renaissance standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction this is the harlem brewing company uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste a sound and a feeling that can only be described in one way harlem style so come and take a trip on the a train with our harlem sugar hill golden ale and our harlem renaissance whip beer the neighborhood original sponsored by harlem beer distributing north carolina for more information log on to their website at harlembeernc.com it's the hbcu football daily podcast for today friday april 16th i'm donald ware it's friday Box to Row National Games of the Week. We have to do two because both have division implications. And let's start with Arkansas Pine Bluff and Prairie View AM. Arkansas Pine Bluff is hosting this football game. It's much easier to, t- to talk about Arkansas Pine Bluff. I mean, Arkansas Pine Bluff has played three football games. Its last football game was just two weeks ago, the win over Mississippi Valley State. You look at the way Skyler Perry is playing. The quarterback, he is playing unbelievable. The running game is solid, but he's got some guys uh, that can really, really catch the football. Uh, so, you know, you're talking about the likes of Josh Wilkes and Harry Ballard the third. He was one of my top five players uh, to watch coming into this season. We talked about Tyron Ralph. He was the Boxer National Player of the Week going back a couple of weeks ago, had his had that 77-yard punt return for a touchdown against Mississippi Valley State, which proved to be the game winner. But he's also a good receiver uh, as well. And then you look at the Golden Lions and what the Golden Lions are able to do from a defense, uh, defensive perspective. I like Jalen Thigpen. Right as the as a defensive back, he's got a couple of interceptions, a couple of pass breakups on the season. The Golden Lions can put a little bit of pressure on uh, the quarterbacks, uh, and going to have to do that for the quarterback for Prairie View A and M as well. I mean, Xavier Mitchell's a guy that's got three sacks on the season. I mean, when I look at Arkansas Palm Bluff, I mean Arkansas Palm Bluff is going to be able to get to that quarterback. Eleven sacks on the season in three games. And we're not talking about some slouch wins, right, for Arkansas Pine Bluff. I mean, we're talking about Pine Bluff beating Southern and Pine Bluff beating Grambling, who've been the class of the Southern Division or the Western Division in the SWAC, I don't know, last five or six years or so. I mean, it's basically been between – I mean, I think the last – I mean, Prairie View A&M has had a say but hadn't quite gotten there. But I think the last time you can say that a team had – a say you would have to go back to when Arkansas Pine Bluff won the SWAC championship. That was in 2012. So it's been a long time for Arkansas Pine Bluff. And I think, I think this is Arkansas Pine Bluff's moment. Now, if I look at Prairie View A&M, this is sort of the issue with Prairie View A&M. Prairie View A&M hasn't played football in, it'll be almost a month. The time that this game happens on Saturday. That's a long time not to have played a game. Matter of fact, last game was March the 13th. So it's going to be in excess, as a matter of fact, of a, of a month. The victory over Grambling, one in which Prairie View A&M won 17-10. I think that's telling. 
because, yes, you've practiced for that month but haven't gotten any gameplay. Meanwhile, you look at Arkansas Pine Bluffs played a couple of football games, actually didn't didn't play last week, not because of a canceled game, but because Pine Bluff had a week off. So I think that's an advantage for Pine Bluff's defense. Now, I will say this. When I look at uh, what Prairie View A&M has been able to do defensively, now, Prairie View A&M defensively is getting it done. Prairie View A&M likes to put pressure on the quarterback. I mentioned the number of sacks already that Arkansas Pine Bluff has. I mean, you look at Prairie View A&M's got 10 sacks. Uh, You heard uh, Coach Gamble mention uh, Jason Dumas. I mean, he's getting it done. Six and a half tackles for loss and three sacks on the season. He's really getting it done for that defense. I just think that Arkansas Palm Bluff is going to be a, is going to be just too much for Prairie View A&M. Respect to the Panthers defense, no question about it. But if you've looked at Arkansas Palm Bluff, you can see this is a really good football team all the way around offensively and defensively. More impressively, this team is putting up points on the offensive side of the football. I think that this is a a I'm going to say a two touchdown win, a two touchdown win by Arkansas Pine Bluff in this game to wrap up the Western Division. Your thoughts, hit me up via Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, or on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W. Then we can look at the Alabama State and, of course, uh, Alabama State and Alabama A&M game. Always a great rivalry. Game's going to be in Birmingham the Eastern Division is on the line. And I didn't know if that's what we would have seen coming into what I thought would have been a, a, a season with all participants. I thought it would have been Alabama A&M and Alcorn State. Uh, but obviously, Alcorn State has opted out. And I mean, give Alabama State a lot of credit. Like, Alabama State has played pretty solid football this year. I mean, you're talking about a big win against Jackson State. Uh, The Hornets got tripped up a little bit, but it was a non-conference game against South Carolina State. What does it come back and do? Blow out Mississippi Valley State. Just ran Mississippi Valley State, and that was an improve. Everybody says Mississippi Valley State has improved this year and just blew Mississippi Valley State out. You look at, you know, Ezra Gray, the uh, running back, and what he's been able to accomplish uh, so far this season, I think he's had a really, really good season. You look at what he was able to do against Jackson State. I mean, he absolutely carved up uh, Jackson State. Young quarterback, that's sort of the deal here with Alabama State. He's he's played in some big games. I mean, the game against Jackson State was a big-time football game for Alabama State. And you look at what Ryan Nettles was able to do, and he had a, a he had a pretty solid game. I mean, he's he's been he's been he's been decent this year. But the thing about it, he's prone to turn the football over. He's thrown five interceptions this year. I mean, and that like that's not I mean, it's not a good thing, but it's not like a super knock because, I mean, he's a young guy. Right. He's, he's, he's playing for the first time. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, that's going to that you, we'll see. I mean, I think Alabama A&M. Uh, you may look at the numbers and they don't look great. I mean, they had to go, they had to outscore Jackson State uh, on last week. But that's the thing. You, w- whether Alabama A&M is good or not, from a defensive standpoint, offensively, Alabama A&M is phenomenal. 
Alabama A&M has had Alabama State's number uh, the last couple of years. But not only that, I look at Aquil Glass and what he was able to do against Jackson State last week was absolutely phenomenal in that high-scoring game. I just think that Alabama A&M is going to score a lot of points. I think Alabama State's going to score a lot of points. I ultimately think that Alabama A&M comes away with the victory. Find the Box to Row YouTube page for conversations with stars like Amari Hardwick, Brandy, Michael Strahan, and with some of our favorite sports guests over the years. Over the years.